You know, there's a, an old adage that the older you get, the less you know. And I'm telling you, now that I'm 66 years of age, I look in my world and I go, man, there are so many things I don't know. That's why I love this next area of how we engage one another. Uh, in Romans 15, 14, it says that we are to instruct one another. Now, why would we need that? Because there's things we just do not know. Hi, this is Eric Hurd, and my podcast is called Relationships by the Book. So why that title? Well, I lived 18 years of my life apart from God, apart from His Word, and my family was one of the most dysfunctional families to grow up in, and we didn't understand relationships. And when I came to know Christ, it absolutely transformed me from the inside out. And I began to understand God's wisdom because I dug into His Word and I saw how much He had to say about relationships. I've been a pastor now for over 45 years and so this podcast is really an accumulation of the wisdom God's given me in relationships that I want to share with you. Okay, welcome back to the podcast. What's going on, Eric? Well, I'm telling you, Michael, it's a great Friday morning. I'm sitting here with you. I'm drinking my my medicine ball from Starbucks, and my life is good. All right, good. <laughs> so what's, what have you been up to lately? You know, um, I, I tell you, I, I'm at a stage of life where it's just awesome. You know, uh, in your in your 20s, 30s, 40s, you know, you're you're trying to build your career, have a sense of, of what you're going to do with your life and earning a living. You, you find a woman, you get married, you know, you're going to have kids. I'm in this stage where right now... I've built my career. I'm enjoying it 48 years into it as a pastor. Uh, I've got a wife 42 years. I've been married to her, and uh, it's just an awesome relationship. I've got two great kids. One of them you know really well, your wife, <laughs> Crystal. And uh, But i got two great kids, and then you've given me two grandkids and a third on the way. Yes, sir. So, uh, you know, I just went to the uh, Orange County Fair, and uh, it was awesome. All the year you've been waiting for your fair to get something that's fair yeah and you have to go to the orange county fair that's it yeah <laughs> life's not fair but the orange county fair is there, there it is yeah <laughs> i love that line and how you actually go absolutely but life's good michael all right so today we're going to talk about instructing one another yeah you know it's uh it's an interesting um verse that you know uh, paul gives and he's talking about how you know we, uh, god's always put us in community the community was god's idea not man's you know from the beginning in genesis it says it's not good for a man to be alone why because there's things we don't know. There's things where you know uh, somebody needs to protect us or inform us or help us or rebuke us, whatever it may be. And so this concept of instructing is really um, something we all understand because we just can't simply know everything. Mm. Yeah, that's cool. You know, the reason I sit here with you and record this podcast is somehow along the way in my life, God showed me the value of of seeking instruction and receiving it from I, I tend to seek it from men that are further along in life than me mm. i love finding a mentor type relationship and uh this podcast it's been so cool to just sit across the table from you have these conversations and i i think this is i mean the podcast itself has been a great example of what we're talking about today well absolutely and, and you know you think about um uh, if, if you're ever a teacher or instructor, um, a mentor, you know, you've got to seek knowledge. Like, I'm a constant reader. Um, there are people way smarter than me that I hang around. And, you know, I'll, um, I'm a, 
one thing that's helped me is learning how to ask a good question. Mm, yeah, for you know, sure. like like you know, John, what did you do in this situation, or how did you how did you find your way through this mire? Mm-hmm. You know, and then you and then you stop, and you listen. Mm-hmm. You know, there there's a, a an old adage: you're not learning if you're talking. Right. <laughs> and uh, and so you know, for me, I, and 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 by the way, I, I really want to affirm you, Michael, because from you know the day I met you. Uh, you already had people in your life that were speaking into you, and and it really caused me to go back. You know, back when I was uh, I first came to know Christ, yeah, back when I was eighteen, and and uh, uh, man, it, it was so apparent I knew nothing because you know all I had was what was in front of me, and my family were atheists. We didn't do life well. We didn't do relationships well. There was a lot of drama. Uh, there was bad communication. There was abuse. There was all these things. And, and then all of a sudden I come to Christ and, and, and my eyes are open. I go, God, how do you live this life? Mm-hmm. Well, that's I, I did exactly what I've, I've witnessed in you. I started being around people who I looked at their life and I go, they're doing that really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so you could take any category of life. You know, like, like if, you were, if you struggled in marriage, where would you go? Like for me, I'm going to the best marriage books on the planet. Yeah, I'm going to go to a counselor who has uh, years and years of experience, who has studied and understands the intricacies of marriage, and you know how when you integrate, you know how you do that well. You know, I'm going to go to an intensive where they focus in on marriage relationship and how you show. And that's what I did. So yeah, that's interesting. Hold on, I yeah. want to hear what you have to say, but I don't think many of us know that. If I if my marriage was in ravels, obviously I have you as a father-in-law, so I'd talk to you. But where my mind goes, and maybe you can help me understand why we go there, is I would probably just look for a married couple that has a decent marriage, and I would go ask them. And then maybe they'd point me to something like the stuff you just talked about. To, yeah. but and, and maybe I'd think to read a book. But like the counseling and the intensive, oh. many people, I, I feel like my friend group, we don't know that that even exists. Oh, Okay. Boy, we could we could do a whole podcast on this. Man, there are some incredible therapists, counselors for marriage. But Michael, I'm just going to admit the vast majority of them don't know what they're doing. Wow. And and I'm going to tell you why is that there there becomes a codependent relationship oftentimes in the therapeutic modality. In other words, the the couple comes to the therapist and they're just going help us, help us. So they're desperate, but it's really interesting. Like, um, you know, I, I would never take my car to a car dealer if it's, it's not running well and just go do whatever you got to do. Right. I'd go, hey, I want an assessment. Find out what's wrong with it. Well, they, you know, they do a diagnostic and they determine here's the things. Hey, your, your, your cylinders, your, your spark plugs are not, uh, you know, they're, they're dirty. They need to be replaced. And you go, oh, okay, do that. <clears throat> Oftentimes couples go into a therapeutic office and it's kind of like, help me. Well, the therapist is going to get paid anywhere from 80, 90, 120, 150, 200, and and upwards, an hour to sit and go, well, tell tell me about your marriage. And and I had one couple seven and a half years in counseling for their marriage. And I said, what's one of the skills that you've learned from the therapist? And, and, And they were bemoaning the fact that they were no different seven and a half years into it as when they started. I go, then you got a bad therapist. So, so, you know, honestly, you know, um, to go to a therapist and just say, help us, rather than how, what has been your 
way in helping couples. Uh, could you assess our marriage and then coach us to success? See, uh, and I will say to, to your thing, sometimes what you need is just perspective. If you've got a, a couple that can mentor you as a couple, you know, most young couples don't have any older couples around them where they can seek knowledge and understanding, where they can seek instruction. To your point, I think a lot of marriages could just be helped if they had another couple around them mm -hmm. who sees things that they don't see or has been down the road they've been down on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So so uh, uh, now, again, I'm not against the therapeutic community, but of the vast majority of therapists I've made, I know some of them, and their marriages are horrible. Mm -hmm. Well, you can't lead somebody where you haven't been. So when Paul talks about instructing one another, you instruct in the areas of your strength. And so, and you seek instructions from somebody who you've seen done it well. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, you know, if you, uh, you wanted to learn about investment, you know, uh, your dad maybe never taught you about the stock market, uh, about investing in real estate, whatever it may be, you know, who would you go to? Right. These days we go to YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, come on. YouTube, uh, we laugh, but... Uh, no, there's some great stuff on YouTube. There's also some really incorrect information on YouTube. And um, it, I think the, uh, the generation that's growing up with this is probably going to be really good at discerning, or they're going to be better at finding good intel on YouTube because anyone can post a YouTube video. Oh. And uh, But you asked, where do you go, right? And yeah. so... I think that's a skill in itself is knowing where to go when you need whatever you're looking to learn, mm -hmm. you know, knowing how to find that resource is a skill we sh that I like to develop. What do you, I mean. Okay. Okay. Now, now you're talking about um, the fundamentals, like, you know, here we have this verse. We're, we're talking about the one another's in this series. Okay. And, um, and it's how we engage one another. And so we happen to land on instructing one another. So what's the foundation of that? Number one is humility. Mm, yes. I'm not going to look for help if, if, if I feel like I can do everything. And there are guys where you, you'll sit there and watch them and go, really, you're not going to ask for any help. You're, you're just going to try to willy-nilly it and, and figure it out. Mm -hmm. Now, some people can be successful that way. By and large, we're not. So, so the basis of, of receiving instruction and giving instruction is humility. Second is where you go. So, so say I'm humble enough to go, I can't figure this out. Then it's the wisdom to know where to find, you know, the instruction. Right. And, and so, you know, I know like within the scriptures, there are, are passages that deal on most every aspect of human behavior and life. But then there's people who have kind of carried out, like, you know, we were just talking about, you know, uh, treatment detox. And, uh, you know, I happen to have a detox center. Well, who do I want to talk to? Because I've never run a detox. It's people who have done it, been successful at it, who know the ins and outs. It's not an easy industry. And there's a, um, there's a weight you carry because you're dealing with human life, people who are addicts. Yeah, the health of another. That's it. So you can't make mistakes. And that's very important, too, when it comes to receiving or giving instruction, is, is, to, in, uh, is to engage and understand the weight of what you're dealing with. Like, again, if my marriage is struggling, who I go to matters. Yes. 
Because I've seen marriages blow apart simply not because they weren't humble enough to see instruction or help. They were going to a wrong source. They were, they were uh, dipping into the wrong well. You know, like it's very interesting to me, uh, uh, not just marriage, but relationships. Like, you know, a, a lot of singles would love to be married. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's interesting how, how, how much foolishness and crazy thinking there is about finding a mate. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so who do you go and ask? Where do you get your wisdom? You want to talk with somebody who's in it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and one thing, it's been an area of, of strength for me because I deal with thousands of couples. I deal with you know thousands of singles over decades, and I listen. And, and so there's certain things that I know that other people don't know Yeah. simply because that's what I've done. So you can take any area of life, and so it's important that you're humble enough to receive or give instruction. Secondly, your source matters. Because have, have you ever gotten really bad counsel? Of course, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's this one guy. He came to me, and, and he's, tr- he's fighting for his marriage. And, and uh, he comes to me separately from his wife. And he goes, man, my buddy said, just leave her, dude. And I go, oh, and they know her really well, and they, they know what your strengths and weaknesses are. Are they aware of this about you, that you've done this? He goes, he goes, no, but they said I ought to leave her. I said, bad counsel. Yeah. <laughs> In other words, anybody can say anything. So where you receive your instruction becomes really, really important. Mm-hmm. But what about you? Where, where, where's your best sources of instruction? That's a great question. You know, um, one thing I've found, and I'd love for you to help us understand why this works, but... Uh, I do my best to, I mean, like any good person, I try to be selfless, right? Mm-hmm. I fail 99% of the time. But every once in a while I can be selfless. And I, I've cultivated a, many friendships. And I think this, any success that's been in my realm of friendships is probably due to some selflessness. So in that, cultivating good friendships, I, can now, I now have, when I make a phone call, and someone answers on the other line that's a friend of mine, I can typically just jump right into asking a question. Hey, do you know anyone who's done this or that or whatever? So in my tight sphere, I have access to a huge sphere, right? And what's interesting is on the flip side of that, there are certain people that can call me that I will introduce to anybody I know. Yeah. With But there's other people that will call me where I'll have a guard up. Ooh, I do know the right person for this, but you know, there's like, I I value the other per the you know. Let's just say, I, like, I have a mentor, right? Mm-hmm. My mentor is his time is very valuable. He's a successful businessman, husband, father, person. He yeah. lives an amazing life, and if he's going to give up even just ten minutes of his time, I know that it's extremely valuable. Mm-hmm. So if I have someone call me and say, "Hey, can you introduce me to, to your mentor?" You know, sometimes that can be a hard thing for me to do because it's not my place to give away his time and his phone number is something that he's trusted me with. Right. So there's this like value to having contacts and friendships that can lead to great instruction. So I think that's an interesting part of this. Okay. And yeah, it is an interesting thing because the, the issue of where to instruct one another, but there are limits. 
Yeah. You know, like like um, um, I had a guy that kept wanting to meet with me, and uh, you know, I, I, time is one of our most valuable commodities, <clears throat> and I kept resisting until finally he asked me a. a like seemed like twentieth time, and I said, "You know why I don't want to meet with you?" And I said, I'm, "Can I tell you the truth?" He goes, "Yeah." I said, "Cause you don't listen." I said, I'll, "I've given you instruction in the past, but I've never seen you change. Mm. So why do I? Why am I going to tell you the same thing and watch you not change?" And and so where you know in terms of who you instruct, there's a limit. Is it, is that person receptive to that? Yeah. And will they will they will they make the courageous change? Because if they're not, let's not waste our time. Yeah. Because again, it's our most valuable commodity. Well, and it's like, let's let's not steal each other's time, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're right. If if I know that this is going to be beneficial to these two people, I will connect anybody without has. I'll t- I'll risk my relationship with another person if I know it's going to benefit. I mean, I'd like to say that. You know what I mean? So it's like I desire to be generous with all my resources, but there's this guard that comes up. And that, yeah, so to your point, it's, yeah. we, we don't want to waste each other's time. Or st- but, but what's the fruit of instruction? Oh, gosh, this is why we do it. Okay, here we it, go. Okay, because here's the deal, is that sometimes one little bit of instruction completely changes the trajectory of someone's life. You know, when, when, when a guy sat down and mentored me about pastorate, about what it would be like to start to be a pastor, to get educated as a pastor, to get the experience as a pastor, man, I was just all ears. And it changed. I went from, I was going to go to one college. I ended up going to another one. Um, I got incredible instruction there. Um, I got my first uh, church uh, that was 48 years ago, and I've never looked back. But he gave me instruction as to how to do it because I didn't know how to become a pastor, mm. how to get licensed, how to work for a church, you know, what school I should go to. And he just sat down, and it was maybe an hour, and it changed my whole life. And and so you know, I, I, I and and what's so interesting is that what somebody did for me, I was able to do for somebody 30 years ago. And the guy, I, I happened to be on the phone with him the other day, and he took time to thank me, that thank you so much for, for seeing in me what I didn't see in myself and to help me get started. And now he's written books. You know, he's, he's speaking. He's in a church. I mean, it's just it, his life took a whole different trajectory because I gave him a little instruction. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Gosh, that's, I mean, you can't put a, a value on that. It's just the weight of that is so huge. Yes. Yeah. Because, you know, again, um, it can bring somebody out of a state of anxiety and depression. Um, it can, uh, it can um, find a way to, for a person to, you know, to su- uh, support their family financially and be generous. Mm-hmm. When you help them get out of debt, when you help them to learn how to invest and all of that budget and things. You know, so, so it, can, it can financially settle a person. It can get them out of anxiety and depression. It can heal a broken re- relationship or marriage. Like I, I've had the opportunity to reconcile family members and in in what seemingly is an impossible situation where there's a you know this this log jam where the you know dad won't talk to the son and I'm able to finally bring them together and because somebody instructed me I'm able to instruct them and and to see that relationship healed it's like whoa mm-hmm. so so instruction is not a small thing and the reward of it 
is so worth the time and effort you take. But again, I think there are people you don't instruct because, you know, it, there's an old proverb that, you know, dogs will return to their vomit. <laughs> In other words, why, mm. why, why try to help somebody that's just going to default back to their old behavior? Yeah. That, okay, so I've got a question for you. For someone, you know, that's looking for counsel, looking for instructions in life, and these days, we, I mean, we live in the, the world of technology, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. anyone can appear far bigger than they really are these days. You put up a website, an Instagram, or, or whatever, that looks professional. You know, I'm, I do a lot of marketing in my business, right? Mm-hmm. And we're always creating this appearance that we're huge. You know, we're a... Um, an investment corporation, you know, and whatever it is. I mean, we we are, but like, I'm always looking to market and and create this brand that right. we are big and trusted. Okay, so it's you know that's really readily available to anyone, mm-hmm. and so it's it could be easy to be uh, disillusioned oh. looking for instruction. Oh, right now. Okay. So, so there's something we've talked about that, that Jesus said that's really important. He says, be innocent as a dove, be wise as a serpent. So what you're talking about is discernment. Where do I get my instruction? So we're in the information age. Like you said, it's, it's right at our fingertips, technology, all of that. You know, we got, you know, um, all kinds of sources, you know, and, uh, you know, TED Talks, you know, YouTube, you name it. So what is innocent as a dove? In other words, be willing to be trusting, you know, but but let people earn your trust. See, I'm going to go to somebody who's been years or decades doing what they do. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm going to receive instruction about investing, if I'm going to re- really get instruction about marriage, you know, I'm not going to go to a guy who's been married a year and a half. Why? He's still learning. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to guys who've been married 30, 40, 50 years. I'm going to read books with people who have been married that long to the same person. Mm-hmm. So, so the innocent as a dove is be willing to be trusting of people as they instruct you. But wise as a serpent, that is recognize people are broken, people have ill motive, because there's a lot of people that want to instruct you and help you, but it's all about them. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that just takes discernment. Like all of us, I don't think there's a person listening on this podcast that hasn't had bad instruction, Yeah, that hasn't been kind of taken when they trusted somebody and their counsel, and it really was bad counsel. And so that's part of that thing in life that, you know, I think you need to have that happen to you so that you're not naive. You know, on, on one hand, I think what Jesus is saying, don't be cynical but on the other hand, don't be naive. Don't just willy-nilly and take whatever instructions out there. There's a lot of foolish instruction. Mm-hmm. So we have to weigh oh. every every portion of, of what we're we're seeking and, and receiving. Yeah. It's a, it's our job to to weigh it. Yeah, and, and so so it begs the question, then who what 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 are the criterion by which I would receive instruction? Okay, well, what I, is it? I think longevity is a big one. Has this person been wise in this area for a good amount of time? That's one. Second, look at their character. You can see their mouth flapping, but what's their reputation? 
you know, and, and again, I know that there's people who have had a sterling reputation, reputation, and then decades later they do something stupid. I know that, but then you're not a fool because you were you were determining on their long-term conduct or reputation. But I think I think longevity, I think their their character, third capability. In other words, have they executed in their own life? So it's like this is why I'm going to go back to marriage therapy. <laughs> You don't know the therapist you're going to. You have no idea what their marriage is like, and they won't talk about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're kind of at a loss. You, you go, well, do they have a good marriage? Because if they don't, how are they leading another couple? Right. So, so I think the, the thing, are they doing it? <clears throat> you know. Fourthly, is there a humility with their instruction? And you know, because uh, I don't want to go at somebody who's who's arrogant. You know, and uh, because again, that humility, uh, they'll go, well, this kind of worked for me. I don't know if this will work for you. That's a guy I want to listen to. Yeah. Because, yeah, he, he's, he's, not, um, he's not open that there might be a different way. So, so there's a lot of criterion by which you use uh, to, to determine, do I want to get instruction from this person? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Isn't that a great lesson for anyone who's who's on the instructing side? You know, we've got to remember. I mean, because I'm <clears throat> I'm a real estate broker. I help people with their investment properties, and it's amazing. I've been in the business ten years. It's not nothing, but it's not forty years, right? right? And I have most of my clients are more sophisticated and have a higher net worth than I do, but still, I'm in a seat of it of counsel you right. know what should we do here or there and uh i think that's such an important lesson to go well you know i have to remain humble even though i've seen it work here 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 it may not work in every situation whatever it is we're talking about yeah. you know yeah and, and it's uh it's like um there, there's several uh um things that are are, are similar like uh in say the prophetic word, if God puts something on my heart that he wants me to share with another person, usually I'll couch it as, man, something came to my mind, like somebody came to me in prayer and then a verse came to my mind. I go, there's a verse that came to my mind as you were sharing about your situation. Could I, could I share that with you? And they go, yeah. And then I'll share it and they go, oh. And, and so there's a humility behind it. And you ask. Yes. Right. Well, it's like unsolicited counsel is falling. Yeah. So, so when somebody comes to me for instruction, there, there will be many times I'll go, man, I, I'd be glad to share with you what I, what I think you should do. But, you know, and, and so it gives that person confidence. I, I'm just not this arrogant guy that thinks he knows everything. Mm -hmm. But, but that, I, that I, I, I go, it may not work for you. Here's what worked for me. And when somebody does that, I'm way more interested. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this whole area of instructing one another, Paul knew that throughout life, there are things we simply will not know. And so he, he says in community, let's instruct one another in, in all the areas of life. And, you know, like parenting, you know, I mean, parenting is just like, <laughs> there's no experts in it. It's just practitioners, people, you know, we're raising kids and we do the best we can, but, you know, we re re receive instruction from people. We think, man, you do that really well. Like I was watching your wife and, and it was just so beautiful because I don't know that Dev and I did this really well, but she had to um, discipline, uh, you know, Sage. And she literally knelt down. So she was eye level. And she says, let me tell you, Sage, why I was upset. And, and she instructed uh, Sage. 
And I go, I don't recall ever doing that, explaining the why behind the discipline. Mm-hmm. And I went, that is beautiful. That's a great parenting technique. <laughs> See? She's so cool. Oh, she is. So anyway, so this thing of instruction is not a small thing. We need it all throughout our lives, and we need to give it to each other. Why? Wisdom. Mm-hmm. And wisdom is the greatest gift ever. And uh, you ask people that are older, how's your life going? And if they go, it's going really well, here's what you already know. They've had wisdom. Mm-hmm. Well, so I've, I've got a question for you because I know we're kind of wrapping this up. And I, want, yeah. I think this is, it's almost counter to what we've been talking about. But I think it's very important because it directly relates to it. When I uh, was younger and I was volunteering in a high school youth group, yes, I remember I was like, well, I don't, I don't know the Bible. And they're like, this is the best way to learn it, is to teach it. Yes. So there's this whole side of being on the teaching side where we actually, we receive so much. So I remember going to my first group with these high school boys, and they told us what chapter of the Bible. So before I went, I read that chapter. Yeah. Would I have read that chapter otherwise? No. But there was this accountability that I just couldn't deny, Mm. that these kids and I are going to have a conversation about this later today. I, I have to prepare a little bit. And I read it, and um, I'll never forget. It was Genesis. It was about Joseph. And, I mean, I don't know which chapter or whatever, but I remember kind of taking this interest in the life of Joseph mm-hmm. because of that first opportunity to lead these young kids. So, we, you know, sometimes when we teach, we learn the most. Oh, yeah, because you, you can't uh... – you can't give what you don't have. And so uh, so anybody that's a teacher is you're constantly a learner. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know and, and for me, that's why I read, that's why I listen. I, I pose questions. I you know, I observe, I you know, it's just you want to be able to have something to give others. Mm. And, and when it gives them something that they didn't have before, like I, I coach a lot of people in weddings and memorials. Why? I've done over 1,300 weddings, and I've done over 400 memorials. Well, I know a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and things to do and not to do. Right. And boy, when you pass that on, they go, gosh, thanks. Yeah. And you go, absolutely. And, 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 but there's no arrogance in it. It's just, you know, it's just I've, been, I've stayed at it. I, I, I've, I've been a learner. You've been paying attention. That's it. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So, uh, so I love this thing of instructing one of their, it's, it's, uh, um, our next week, we're going to be, uh, our next podcast is going to be on showing hospitality to one another. Cool. This is a really interesting one. And, uh, because it's about opening up your life. And, uh, so anyway, I look forward to it. I do too. Awesome. Well, as usual, you can reach out to us. It's relationship by the book at outlook.com or on social media. Thank you. <laughs>